This is your co-host Asteroid Cosplay, and you are listening to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Uh, I haven't mentioned too much about the website, but you can go to the website. You can go to www.heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com. You can buy things. You can look for things. I do need to do a few updates. That's coming. You can find me online. You can find my co-host online. She's at Astrovoid Cosplay. I'm at Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary on Instagram. I have a link tree. You can find a bunch of stuff and a bunch of places to follow us from there. My creative director has her Twitch stream. I recommend going to, uh, you know, her her Twitch channel, Michelle and Reed, and seeing what she's posting and producing, uh, just with with everything that's going on with her. And yes, uh, yesterday I talked about marketing. Today I'm going to talk about branding and my five things to think about, my five top things to work on, or just things about branding. Five things that come to mind about branding and really I think that things kind of get lost in translation sometimes with branding and what it's all about and why it's important especially to cosplayers you can see at uh, you know larger accounts sometimes they take this into consideration sometimes they don't I mean sometimes there is a very clear consistent avatar across platforms and sometimes there is not is there a right or wrong way to do it well I think there are some standards and I will talk about them you can be your brand, but you don't have to be. So you can create a logo that represents you and your brand, something that I have done, something that is inspired by cosplay, but it's more eternal in the, in the, at least in the sense that when I'm not doing this anymore, that that brand can exist and it will continue on. Whereas there are a lot of self-branded cosplayers who make characterizations of themselves and create a brand based on their name based on their likeness and it is about them the shelf life for that brand generally lasts that for the lifetime of that person in their career so you can do it either way like you don't have to you don't have to brand yourself generically as i have because you are thinking about succession there are also other ways around that. I mean, be, the the name can become rather sensational over time and can take on different meanings. You can also change it as you go. Maybe you start off as a self-brand and then later you rebrand. That can happen too, and it does in many cases. Cosplayers are self-branded and the brand exists and lives and dies with them. So there is not necessarily a structure to a business they are not necessarily corporations of some kind. They're not, they're not even looking to do things like that. It's really just Instagram-focused posting, and it, it exists around who they are and what they do, not around the team that they have or around the players inside of the larger scope of things that are going on. My, my, what I do, this podcast, like, yes, I'm the host, but someday might be a different host talking to you about similar things or about something completely different because it's it's relatively uh, it's relatively open what heroes is now and what it becomes later and that's part of the branding strategy you want to create for your brand a consistency in colors fonts and just the overall choices so 
if things move around a lot, if you've got a lot of different fonts, if you've got a lot of different things going on, it's super busy, it's very complicated, or it's just confusing, or you change it a lot, uh, it's really not much of a brand. There's no focus to the brand. Uh, you Again, it's more just uh, you putting yourself out there and changing things depending on how you feel you want to change them over time. Whereas when you commit to very, very specific things, that is when brand consistency really can pay off for you. And that's what I've tried to do. And I do deviate from this. I mean, there's what I post for stories and never has any real consistency to it. I'm not that dialed in and focused. Like, it's not, again, it's not dogmatic. Like, this has to be like this, period. Because I'm not a big business. If I was a business, there would definitely be 100% we use this font. 100% these are our colors. And, you know, this is this is the brand standard for the look that we're going for and we don't really need to like stray off uh, campus with all this stuff constantly. We kind of want to keep it looking like this. And I do see a number of people in the cosplay world that have pulled this off, that do this very regularly. There's definitely an emphasis on logo and look. And whether that's something borrowed, new, old, or blue, they have done a very good job of making consistent brand choices for themselves and if that you know evolves and adapts over time that it is deliberate and that really brings us into our third point which is brands can change but your instagram avatar isn't your brand okay and i think that is also something that we really get we're so dialed like i don't know i don't know if it's ever going to change or go away like we're just so ingrained with instagram and just how what it does and it, you know it's it's all become part of this thing called meta and i don't know how i feel about that i don't know if i'm ever going to even talk about that in an episode about how facebook instagram and anything that they happen to do in the future has all been bought or has all been re redone as meta so now meta kind of has this foothold on things it's like, well, it was Facebook, but now that Facebook and Instagram, ha and there's, there's other things, and they're probably going after more things, because that's usually how this works. Your Instagram logo or your Instagram avatar isn't necessarily your brand, because in my opinion, you would not want to put all your eggs in the Instagram basket and run your business from Instagram. You would want like a website, and you would want to use that website to produce what you want people to see. But if you do have a logo, then you want to make sure that that logo is kind of consistently placed in different spaces so that people see it and start to recognize you through that. But it can change, right? Like you can you can update your logo, you can change it. It's not the only thing. It's not everything. It's not even, it doesn't matter. Like a lot of it doesn't matter. As long as it's there and as long as you're consistent over time, what it is isn't the biggest deal in the world you know you if you're not testing it out like you're not putting in front of like a test market or something like that it's not the end of the world if you swing and miss a few times on your logo or your brand or whatever the case may be or just change it as time goes on but that doesn't mean that your avatar can't change on instagram and it doesn't mean that your avatar on instagram is the only recognizable choice for you as a human being or as a brand uh, another thing that we should probably talk about here that I've also just touched on is that perfect logos are not important. Like I said, 
just whatever it is, it just kind of has to exist. Nike is literally a check mark. This did not take a lot of like work. It wasn't a huge amount of effort. There's not a lot of graphic design that went into this logo. It's just a logo people identify a brand with. It's simple. And that can mean that can go a long way. And simplistic logos can go a long way. Uh, there can be, you know, little hidden meanings inside of the designs, whatever you want to do with it. In terms of cosplay, we probably feel that if it's not busy enough, if it doesn't have a lot going on, if there's not a ton of colors and a ton of excitement, that it just isn't cosplay. You know, it just it like it just doesn't pop enough. There isn't enough going on, you know, and, and that's not necessarily true. Symbolization, you know, having a symbol for what you do inside of the cosplay world. And, you know, maybe at some at some point we might simplify our logo to just be a straightforward, straight up symbol of some kind, some 3D image that just is the thing that we want it to be. And I don't know, you know, I don't know what that looks like. I haven't really given it a lot of thought. I'm fine with the way things are. I might make a little, a few adjustments as time goes on. Uh, with the fonts, you know, things things change as time goes on. But, uh, you know, the, the website is relatively locked into the font that's being used. Uh, changing that is just a big pain. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel like things are kind of locked where they need to be for a while. And the last point that I want to talk about today is standout brands equal a great experience, not great graphics. Okay, so if you if you are branding yourself inside of cosplay and you really want people to recognize you you really want your logo to go a long way it'll go a lot further if whatever you're doing however you're reaching people whatever you're whatever you're about gives the people that follow you gives your customers or clients a great experience and how do you do it like as a as a brand as a human being as an individual how would you do that I see a lot of non-socialization in, in social media, you know, like you get to a certain size and it just gets kind of unmanageable. So the better that you are at managing that, I think the better you're going to, you know, the more better experience that the people follow you are going to have. Some people are diehard fans and they will never leave you. But I would say that the, uh, that people lose interest if you don't seem interested. You know, it's not, it's not just about being a commercial, being a living billboard, there is fair amount of customer experience, a fair amount of follower experience, if you will, involved with what you're doing online. And it would be the same as if you were going to email a company and you had a question and then you never heard back from them. Well, the chances of you buying anything from them goes down to about zero. So think about that when in terms of engagement is a lot of people probably just don't even want to check messages anymore because number one, there's too many. And number two, there's a lot of the same things being said that, you know, it's like, oh, I just have to respond to this person. Like it's just like responding to the same person over and over again. Um, and that might even be the case is you're responding to the same person over and over again. You're getting tired of it. If you're not a celebrity, okay, and even in the context of the cosplay world, not a cause celebrity or whatever you want to call that. I, I don't think that there really is such a thing as celebrity inside of cosplay. I think that there are there are wonderful makers and there are noteworthy individuals and brands inside of cosplay. But I don't believe that gives you license to say you have achieved celebrity status. If you're not a movie star uh, and you're not like really making a huge impact on the planet 
uh, I, I would say maybe don't use the word celebrity or believe that you have some sort of fame where, you know, you're to the point where you have like fan mail and you can't be bothered with human beings that you just kind of like tune them out because you're just too big of a deal. Uh, I don't know that anybody that uses Instagram for these purposes is too big of a deal to say hello to another human being. You may want to limit this just because the interaction can be just tedious. It can be bad. Um, if there's just too many like poorly constructed comments, like it's just a bunch of criticism and trolling. Yeah, you probably do want to just turn that off. For the other people, it's just nice. And as a from a brand standpoint, if people reach out to you, if people comment, you kind of want to get to that stuff. And honestly, I have seen better response from people who have large followings moreover than I have for people who do not. So when people kind of hit that 5 to 50 range, and maybe even going all the way up to a half a million, like, I don't know, it's, it's hit and miss, but the big cosplay accounts, at least in my experience, those seem to be people who are more dialed into their audience, which is interesting. I mean, it's not everybody, but there, there are those in the community that regardless of their size, try to get to things, try to get to the people who are important to communicate with it's you know it's your it's your base those are the people you know these are your no likes and trusts if you do have something that you're going to come out with those are probably the people who are going to buy something from you or they're going to pick up that service that you're providing ghosting them when you hit 20k will probably hurt you in the long run it couldn't be it can be daunting to get to everybody it it's definitely a full-time thing at a certain point on the other side of that, I don't know too many influencers who do not spend every free moment of their life scrolling through their phone. So why not be more constructive about that and, you know, just answer a few <laughs> answer a few questions or just click click the like button for the people who've commented to you as it does go a long way with your brand. And that is where we will end today. I'm going to talk about paid search tomorrow, and that's going to be... Well, there's a lot to talk about there, so I doubt if we'll really cover everything that we can possibly cover in one single episode, but I do I do think that it's important to at least cover a few things about paid search to demystify a few things about it. So this is Scotty B with Heroes of the Cosplay Sanctuary saying bye-bye.